0: Play the fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 351.
0: 351. We're getting there, folks. We are getting there. We're going to make it to that 360.
1: Yes. And as Eric said, I think it was on the last one, then we will have come full circle. (laughs) Yeah, full
0: circle. I'll probably have to play a song from Drowning Pools' album, Full Circle. Right, or uh, Pennywise. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would even make more sense, given the, uh, (laughs) Uh, let's see. I already played something from Full Circle a couple years ago. Played the song Fight Till You Die.
1: That's true. Yeah. we, we can find everything Full Circle related or even 360 related, and we'll come up with what we can. Drowning Pool will be great for the end of the show. Pennywise yeah. in the middle of the show. <laughs> There's only
0: one song I remember from that Drowning Pool record, and that's their cover of Rebel Yell.
1: Okay. Well, that might be a fun one to play.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> it will. It might will. It might not be. It may just, uh, I don't know. It's It's there. <laughs> Well, as per usual, lots of great stuff to get to on this episode. A lot of great music shared with
1: us. Looking forward to getting to those tracks. We are going to jump right in. We'll get covering the stuff that has come out recently and will be coming out here shortly. Uh, I'm going to start my list on February 4th as today is Valentine's Day. Uh, Hopefully, you paid attention to your sweetie out there. And yes, that is a Letterkenny reference.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll see what you've been doing there.
1: uh let's get to the fourth she wolf dana Kane, and the mighty incisors they released a single eric it is a halloween themed single and i bet you won't guess the halloween oh i just said fucking halloween that's the holiday whatever Shit. moving on i fucked it up <laughs> next up rotten flag released northern berserker and that's a great release i was just listening to a little bit a little bit of it earlier today got to get back into it but rotten flag cool band Trenchcoat released Pulling the Plug on Humanity, plus Demos, they released Pulling the Plug on Humanity, I believe last March, it was last year, but in March, I believe, and they put out a cassette version of it that also features some
0: demos. Didn't we play uh, something from them recently?
1: Uh, Might have been talking about them. I've played them over on Punkanoi Worldwide because there was an episode I did recently that does like dark wave punk. Uh, and synth punk, and the, yeah. those guys kind of fit that description.
0: Okay, then I must be thinking of something else. Maybe just the uh, the title alone just grabbed my attention. Pull the plug on humanity. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah, me too, bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Mental Wounds released No Escape single on the 5th. Clobber released Council Estate of Mind, which is a single on Venn Records. Hans Gruber and the Diehards released a two-track... Uh, Release there called Randy Scouse Git and the other track Die Alone Live Together. I did not go to the show last night as I was planning to. I coach high school wrestling and the tournament was supposed to end at seven. Well, it didn't. I didn't leave until uh, I think it was ten to nine, and it was in Utah County in uh, Provo. At uvu so yeah. uh i wa- didn't think i would make it there in time to see the band they said doors open at seven so i assumed that meant the band started at eight and i figured they'd be playing around nine and it would take me about 40 minutes from uvu so i didn't go bummed out i missed hans gruber and the diehards again i thought that tournament would be in over at seven but Anybody out there that hasn't had the chance to see them, if they're coming your way, you should check them out. Otherwise, there's those two new tracks that got released on Ska Punk International. Then She-Wolf Danny Kane, and the Mighty Incisors released another single on the 6th, just two days after the 4th. Hellcat was that single. Resurger H.C. released a mini LP called Doppelganger, and that's R-E-X-U-R-G-I-R-H-C. Then the band's... Billiam and Rev, that's Rev with two Vs, released a split on Goodbye Boozy Digital. A couple other releases that came out on the 7th from Goodbye Boozy Digital are Society's All Flies Go to Hell and Zondar's self titled EP. Also on the 7th, Atomic Lights released Unsympathetic Nervous System, which is a single. Then a uh, compilation came out on Slovensky punk rock portal called Punk Rock Val. 2023. Then on the 9th, that was last Friday, a few releases. The Chisel put out What a Fucking Nightmare. That was on Pure Noise Records. Mean Jeans released Blasted on Fat Records. The Sleevings released a self-titled on Dirtnap Records. The Breath released Reasonless Hate on Convulse Records. Midwitch Cuckoos put out Flesh and Bone EP on Onslaught Music. Plizkin put out Nasa Nightlife, which is a single off an upcoming Release. I think that's supposed to be in March. Maybe it's April. As it gets closer, we'll definitely talk more about that. Lev Pliskin, uh, sim- Simulacra. Simulacra. Maybe I got that right. Uh. I said it enough times. <clears throat> they released <laughs> Heathens. At each time, different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's one of those. I'm guessing. Heathens Prayer is a single. It came out on Days. Gloves off, released "Compost Feelings," which is a single on Upstate Records. The follow-up's released, "Texas Chainsong," <laughs> and that's a single. The Pan Panics—that's all one word. The Pan Panics—they uh, released "Punk Sounds Better on Crappy Speakers," uh, and hey, maybe it does. Uh, Got to try a variety out, I guess. <laughs> on the 10th, Little Willie released "Latchkey Kid" and "You," two tracks there on Little Willie Records. Brothers Grim Punk released uh, Niners, which is a single, which is also a cover, for their beloved 49ers. They released it a couple days before the Super Bowl, and unfortunately for them oh, and any other 49ers sorry. fan. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the Chiefs won. But the song's cool, so go check it out. Hell yeah, Kansas City queefs. <laughs> <laughs> of the 12th, Karna released Insurrection de los Incontentables, something like that, on Mevzu Records. Then on the 14th, a few releases on Valentine's Day. Chips and Gravy released The Good, the Bad, and the Gravy on Dammit Records. Bo Daggett released Wannabe, which is a single. And I'm going to pause real quick. Remember when we played Bo Daggett for the first time and we were trying to come up with what the hell? You know, is it Bodaggett? Yeah. Beau, you know, and whatever else. And then once he. Bo poin- <laughs> Yes. Pointed yeah. out that it was from. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Now I can't t- not know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not mistaken, yeah. and every time I see it, I always know Bo Daggett. But well, before he, that, he, I'm like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> well, he's talking about uh,
0: Bo Naggett, which is uh, another term used for a dingleberry. Um, at least that's the description I grew up learning. But so I guess it's like Bo Daggett, or maybe it's just Bo Naggett, but with a different uh, letter in there. <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I remember I remember that. But I do remember him commenting on my post that I made for the Punkcast episode, right? <clears throat> and that it was like I really loved your French interpretation of it, Boulanger. <laughs> <Baudiger. laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I, you know what? That's what I, that's what I saw when I first saw it. But then afterwards, now I don't think that ever.
0: Yeah, Boulanger. <laughs> <Baudiger. laughs> I'll still pronounce it as Boulanger just because <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs>
1: Uh, another release that came out on the 14th Les Shot LES Shot that one is french they uh, put out uh como or come un os which is mini lp on canal historique then finally on the 14th high horse cavalry put out mortal coil and that really that wraps up the 14th i uh, got a few more to go on um, the 16th coming up idols their T-A-N-G-K release tank is coming out on Partisan <laughs> Records. Punk. <laughs> the Drowns are putting out their full length Blacked Out on Pirates Press Records. Down Not Out is putting out Force Fed. Frick is putting out Frick. Uh, Strong Arm and the Bullies putting out Drive On on Rebellion Records. Ultra's putting out Ultra's EP on Convulse Records. Bloodshot Bill and King Khan. What a great name there, huh, for a band? Bloodshot mm-hmm. Bill and King Khan. Khan! The- <laughs> They're putting out Tandoori Nights on Rad Girlfriend Records. Hummer is putting out Time to Pack Up, which is an EP on Horn and Hoof Records. Then we go from the 16th to the 22nd for Armatura, putting out Cas Blojesnio, which is basically their best tracks all compiled uh, from 20 or 2001 to 2024, all on one release. That'll be out on Pasadaric Pats Records. Morta Schooled is releasing Creation Undone on the 23rd, and then a few other releases I know of on the 23rd. Mutt M-U-T-T, releasing Dirty Deeds EP, Bart and the Brats releasing Can't Think Straight 7-Inch, and finally Lost Legions Behind the Concrete Veil LP coming
0: out on Medeco Discog. That's all I know of uh, up through well, maybe the next 10 days. Eric, what do you got? Well, I got a few left to add. On the uh, sixth, Domain released their uh, Sports of Industry slash Corrode single. That's two songs, two songs right there, Sports of Industry and Corrode. And the ninth was a pretty goddamn busy day. Sure Chelsea, was, huh? <laughs> Chelsea Wolf released her uh, new album. She Reaches Out to She Reaches Out to She Reaches Out to the... There is more to that, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and I gave that a listen. I uh, only listened to about half of the record, <clears throat> and it is different. It is different. It's got more of a Trent Reznor feel to it, like old-school Nine Inch Nails. It's feeling a lot more, uh, not exactly dark wave, but dark wave going into that industrial range. But it's not full-on industrial. It's sort of, I don't know. It's the best way to describe the in-between of industrial kids and goth kids. Okay. That's what I think this is aimed for. So, pretty interesting record. I'll have to give it a a proper listen the full way through. Uh, Yeah, and Midwitch Cuckoo's Flesh and Bone EP. Uh, Simularka released uh, Heather's Prayer. That's a single. Total Serial released their self-titled album. Uh, Snuffed released their Lobotomy Dream EP, which I'll be talking about shortly. Uh, Knife in the Dark and Heaven's Lie released a split EP with each other. And The Chisel released What a Fucking Nightmare. (laughs) And... Yeah, I still got to listen to that one. I have heard nothing but promos on it, and the promos sound promising. So I'm excited for that. Right. And 16th, yeah, I still need to get to listening to the album Frick released. So because uh, I have all the songs, <laughs> they're in my email. I'm sorry, Sid, I will get to it. <laughs> that's, she told me that's that's like the response she's been getting from everybody else. Like, yeah, I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it. Did you listen to it? Not yet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm falling into one of those categories. So I just got a couple of days to listen to it before it drops. Nice. And finally, on the twenty third, amigo, the devil is going to be releasing his album "Yours Until the War Is Over." And yeah, I hope uh, I hope it doesn't kill me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if
0: you all listened to what I said about the single "The Mechanic" a couple episodes ago, then uh, yeah, you. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but let's not go down that dusty roads again. Let's uh, let's go down this new pathway right here. Let me uh, talk about the band Snuffed. Now, Snuffed, they were a hardcore band. They formed in Chicago in 2018. At least that's as far as their Instagram goes. And it was also when they released their first EP, Mind's Eye. Now, Mind's Eye, it's just rowdy, hardcore punk. Not much to it. <laughs> it was... You know, it was just fine. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got to say about it, you know. But then they had a single on cassette, which was uh, at the two songs, "Skin Crawler" and Rats of Sympathy. They released that in 2019. And it was still straightforward hardcore punk, but it felt a lot more well put together musically and production-wise. You know, because in Mind's Eye, it felt like a demo EP. It was still very dusty. You could hear a lot of the background in there. It's like, yeah, you could s- there's still a lot of uh, overhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, But that was expected. First time out, you know, happens to the best of us. Then they released their first LP, Coping Human, uh, Coping Human Waste, in 2022. And they still maintain their hardcore punk base, but brought in more metal grandeur and really broke out of their comfort zone. And that brings us to Lobotomy Dream. It follows that same structure. There's plenty of punk and D-beat segments, blast beats on Parade, and the most grotesque of breakdowns. (laughs) The big notable change was their lead singer, Carly's voice. And where previously, uh, you know, where the structural, uh, the structural, excuse me, the standard hardcore yells And here she adopted a more grind-slash-power-violence approach, replacing her yells with growls. And the songs are longer, so there's that. And another another fun addition here is in their song Euphoric. It starts off with this bending bass riff, which just gives off a psych-rock feel. Like, wow, wow. It sounded like it was written on the... I don't know, the closest thing they have to a beach is the lakefront of, uh, you know, Lake Superior. Right. So, so, yeah, maybe it was written right there. Not in winter, of course, but <laughs> anyway. So, of all the songs I wanted to point out, I just wanted to bring in the song Parasitic. It throws it all in with speed, riffs, earth-shaking breakdowns, and even some springy thrash parts. And it also ends with a sound clip from the movie Heathers. Awesome. So it's a pretty well put together track. So here is Parasitic, then one of the latest songs from Snuffed.
3: people in school are dead. Everybody's sad, but it's a weird kind of sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fun way to end, uh, end a track. Right? Uh, so yeah, like I said, their early stuff, uh, it was just straightforward hardcore with more D-beat leanings, but uh, they sort of evolved into a more uh, more calibrated metal machine. <laughs> With the uh, you know with the inclusion of these uh, power violence vocals and even that sort of uh, and even all those little uh, thrashy parts that come in, so they they molded themselves into a uh, into a different beast and I appreciate that I love watching the evolution of these uh, types of bands starting from their rough and dirty beginnings and uh, eventually they become a little more uh, well structured they learn how to walk on their own two feet right. and figure out yeah you know what. I think we could do something more here, so <laughs> I'm excited to see what else is uh, going to be coming up for uh, uh, Snuffed. Hopefully, within the next five years, they release uh, another song, <laughs> <laughs> maybe two. <laughs> That's <laughs> ambitious. Uh, some, ba- some bands just uh, crank them out like they're f- like they're fucking dandelions. It's pretty amazing, but uh, I don't want them to. I don't want them to rush because you can't rush art. Right. Yeah. So Snuffed. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going in the right direction. Awesome. Well, I got a couple
1: bands uh, that have shared stuff with us. First one is Rally Cry from Bakersfield, California. It's about an hour away from old punk Chris that used to be on the show. I reached out to him, let him know, hey, there's somebody not too far from you that Uh, we're going to be playing on the show because he's in Central California. And, uh, yeah, he maybe doesn't get as many bands, at least that we're playing on the show, as often. So Uh, I let him know. I couldn't figure out where I come across them though whether they sent a message or an email or how i came across them
0: that part i couldn't figure out yeah i don't i don't know i don't hear much of what's uh, coming out of bakersfield a uh, field at least music wise but i know that it's a pretty rough place to be living now <laughs> my friend matt's been living out there for uh, you know, almost five years now and it's just like he keeps telling me i want to move back i want to move back <laughs> I'm like, we'll do it, man. Right. Oh, God. But he's, yeah, most recently he had his car stolen. Wow. Yeah, just left the, left the keys in the ignition, went into the store five minutes, came out, gone.
1: Yeah, can't do that. That sucks.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty rough over there. A lot of crime going on. So I'm hoping that this band has found some solace within its, uh, within its music. Well, you can tell
1: Matt, go check out Rally Cry. We're gonna check them out now. They put out their EP self-titled Rally Cry on October 9th of 2023. To sum up their music, battle hymns to fan the flames of discontent. That's a quote from the band. Nice. And we're gonna get to a track off that EP called Domestic Dreams. Here we go with some Rally Cry. cry that ep is cool i like that track domestic dreams a lot eric (laughs) does that band strike you as sounding similar to anybody i it does to me and before i throw it out there i was curious if it did to you um
0: no one really in particular i guess
1: for me stars and stripes when i'm listening to this song i think you know what oh yeah that sounds a little bit like "Stars and Stripes."
0: Well, I haven't listened to much "Stars and Stripes" anyway. But. Well, again, if you, I'm
1: sure you know, uh, think "Slapshot," but the Oi version of "Slapshot." Yeah, <laughs>
0: which isn't that which isn't that far a cry away from uh, what "Slapshot" actually sounds like. So. Absolutely. So yeah, it does kind of sound like uh, I do hear I do hear in the guy's voice. It sounds a bit like choke. Yeah. <clears throat> so. So, yeah, I'll just have to trust your judgment on that. (laughs) Fair enough.
1: That's my opinion. I also, in my opinion, think you should go check out the rest of Rally Cry. If you like Rally Cry, if you like that one, go check out the rest of the EP. Next up, we're going to get to a band that just released something, I guess we're just under two months ago. The band Enough, they sent an email on January 24th. Thank you, George. They're from Montreal in Quebec. I just released the final episode in this go-round of bands from Canada. I did 15 episodes of bands in Canada this time, the first time around, two, so that's 17. And on this one, I even put another track from Enough as their album, Before My Eyes, is 15 tracks, which is a lot for a full length, Right. Yeah. There's some bands out there that are doing like 30-second songs to like a minute and a half maybe, and they might throw out something like 15, but very rarely do you get 15 tracks from uh, a band that's not doing something like that. Those 15 tracks are over 50 minutes total. That's a long LP for a lot of punk bands, and I don't mean long in the sense that it's long. I just mean the amount of time, 15 tracks, and it's over 50 minutes. It was like 50, just under 51.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's a little odd. That does equate for it being being a standard song length right. in average, like two to three minutes. Right. And I'm gonna go over a little description
1: of the band here in just a moment. But uh I, I agree most of the songs I average I think around three or so minutes. Uh there's several that are under two, or not under two, but under three, but uh some more that are up around that four minute mark. Point is a lot of the albums to listen to, you know, 10, 12 tracks, and you're getting around like 30 minutes. But there's 50 minutes on this one, so a lot to check out. Go check out Before My Eyes. It came out December 22nd of 2023, just a couple days before Christmas. Glad the band reached out. Enough is a musical project created by members of Montreal's scum and Calgary's motherfuckers. Enough is Enough's politically charged music can be described as progressive hardcore. A style that fuses old school hardcore energy with
0: stoner power riffs. Well, now this sounds very interesting already. <laughs> For a, and that even begs the question. You look at a lot of uh, Prague bands, and their song listing is very low. Some of them don't even hit the double digits. But their songs certainly do. (laughs) So I guess if we're going by minutes and seconds, they hit the four digits. that's. So yeah, talk about a halfway point, a punk record that's 50 some odd minutes long, and they have 15 songs on there. All right. What else makes it progressive? Do you have a French horn in there somewhere? (laughs) Do you have... (laughs) Is there a flowing narrative? Do you have an intro, an outro, an interlude? Do you have a matinee portion? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Or not a matinee, an intermission? Everybody will have to go check out Before My
1: Eyes, the last episode of Punkin' R. Worldwide. Like I said, I included the track Army of the Vein. And now we are going to check out a different one called Drowning in Flames, and by the way, I believe the band, uh, I let them know that I was going to include this, and uh, George was kind enough to let me know that they just uploaded a funny video for Drowning in Flames uh, last week, so uh, I'm going to click on the link later to check it out. I suggest everybody else does. If you like the track, you should definitely go check out the video, so here we go with enough... The track is Drowning in Flames.
3: Suffer caves as a forest.
1: Think of that one. I mean, there's still 14 more that you haven't heard. But after hearing the one uh, "Drowning in Flames,"
0: what do you think? Well, I feel like I'll have to listen to the other 14 to really get the idea of being a progressive hardcore band. Okay. Because isn't that the whole idea of a progressive rock? Is that you can't just listen to one song; you have to listen to multiple I think to get you're like right. the whole narrative of it. I think you're right. Yeah. And prog and punk is not a marriage that you see often. In fact, uh, sometimes when you do see it, it ends in a messy divorce. (laughs) (laughs) But there are some bands who have managed to uh, bridge that gap. You look at albums like uh, *Converges*, Jane Doe, you look at Gallo's Great Britain, they all have that kind of common thread piecing the album together in this sort of a loose narrative. Okay. So, And those are albums where I'm just like, yeah, you have to listen to it front to back to really get the idea that it's putting across. So that's what I think I got to do with uh, Enough. Enough. Before my eyes, go check them out. They're on their Bandcamp page. Yep.
1: Because one isn't enough. Hey. 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 And you ain't had enough yet. We still got more to go. Uh,
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes, we do. All right, Eric, what do you got? Well... I got the polar opposite of what uh, Enough was about, you know, 15 songs, 50 minutes. Well, I have a a band who has a single release, three songs, four minutes, (laughs) and we're going to talk about one of them. But first, the band is called Big Attitude, and this is the newly formed band by Zach Prescott, formerly of Project Sellout. Well, formerly is kind of a loose term, but anyway, he's on vocals. And he's fronted hardcore bands before. At least the only one I know about is this band, Stay Away. Uh, But don't stay away from them. In fact, if you can find them, you should listen to them. I had to reach out to him. and like, do you guys have anything recorded? I found a a hardcore band called Stay Away, but I don't think it's you. Yeah, it's not that one. Here's (laughs) Here's the link. Yeah, Stay Away, LGP, Lemon Grove Punks. Check that one out. It's really good. But... I'll, I'll plug them in a later episode. This is a band of a more classic punk rock sound with more oi leanings. It's uh, one of the projects he's been doing ever since PSO broke up. Or maybe they're just on hiatus. I don't know. They haven't announced anything, but they're definitely inactive. Anyway, this new band uh, kicks ass, given how their first EP, Pray Pray For Me, is sounding. That's pray with an E. Pray for me. Like, come and get me, motherfucker." <laughs> And like I said, three songs, four minutes, and the one we're showcasing here is Mike Mirror, And yes, that play on words is intended. (laughs) And the, as the lyrics is, or basically Zach is basically Zach retelling his days as a young punk in high school, repping suicidal garb, wearing the colors, you know, a flipped up hat with the logo acting as a sort of raising of the flag. His friends tell him that he looks just like Mike Muir, so he goes to check himself out in the mirror, and he says Mike's name three times, and bloody like Bloody Mary, he appears <laughs> psycho Mikeo, psycho Mikeo. It's, it's such a goofy song. It is littered with plenty of uh, suicidal references. and So, yeah, let's listen to it. See how many ST references you can pick up. to the bathroom cracked a pepsi <laughs> said bugs <laughs> beer three times <laughs> oh god that's that's it's funny it's uh, it's even goofier than uh some of the songs pso did <laughs> so nice to know that they're still keeping uh some semblance of that attitude alive even if it's not together in the band we all know and love <laughs> right yeah I'll have, to, I'll have to see what the fuck the future is for that band i hope they're not broken up or anything of that they they didn't announce anything right so so yeah i don't know but as far as big attitude goes it's fucking rad cool <laughs> i see big things in your future son <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah so good job zach you're doing well out there great uh before we get
1: to talking about some live shows and some albums i got one track here the band is radio cremen they are from Bilbao in Spain, a cool Basque band here. Uh, the original release, Matam, Matame, M-A-T-A-M-E, Re-matme. came out in 2013. Ten years later, Demon's Punk Records put out a remastered version of it, and they called it "Rematame." Yeah. <laughs> and- and that was released back in September, got a, an email from Demons Punk Records, so thank you to them. Uh, I played something from the band Radio Cremen, but off of their release from April of 2013 called Frankie. And I think that was a themed record. I think it was separated into like part one, part two, part three, uh, and had like a handful of tracks that went with each portion of it. Huh. Just in case you're curious, so if you like this, you might want to go check out their album they put out.
0: Yeah, it's Back like in with, like April. With that band, uh, uh, it was uh, fuck, Violent Affair. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. What they did with those uh, EPs, yeah, yep. those three EPs, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. It's nice that they do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you like this, I recommend going and checking it out. Again, this is the remastered version, so it's you know a little bit older, I suppose, as it originally came out in 2013. Uh, great stuff. Demons Punk Records puts out some cool stuff too. So Radio Cremen. Uh, the track we're going to play is Los Chicos Ya No Quieren Yaro. Hopefully I got that right. Which <laughs> translates into English as Boys Don't Want to Cry Anymore. So, here you go. No,
3: los chicos ya no quieren llorar. Y san canso de esperar. Y ahora van a coger todo lo que quieran.
0: say the uh, uh the leads they just sound like they're uh it sounds like they're swimming <laughs> <laughs> you know almost like they're uh, submerged in water and they're just trying to uh talk through all of the you know with all the air bubbles i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that that's not a slander on the song it's just uh just something i'm noticing <laughs> it sounds good it's awesome i dig it i like
1: the the redo the uh, what am I trying, to a remaster, there we yeah. go it's the remastered version uh, but go check it out, go check out Frankie that came out last April as well Radio Corman, good stuff Eric, we have some albums but before we do, let's talk about some shows, I gotta mention a few shows too but did you see any shows, I didn't, as I said I didn't see the Hans Gruber and the Diehards, hopefully everybody out there that had the opportunity did a better job than me on taking advantage of the <laughs> uh-huh.
0: opportunity yeah, there weren't any shows that I went to in the last week. They were, I was busy doing other things. Well, lucky us then, we are going to mention some shows and get into you, some albums. Yeah, I mean, I watched the Super Bowl. Yeah? I watched my dad watching the Super Bowl because <laughs> <laughs> he's a lot more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But no, I have some shows that I got to, uh, yeah, I got a boost right here. On the 15th, Tainted Inc. is going to have their album release show for their album Puppeteer. Suffocator, Cudney, and Inferi- Inferium Infernium are opening up for them. And that'll be at The Beehive. It's $10 to enter and it's going to be at 7 p.m. And for those of you that haven't heard, I'll be playing this Saturday on the 17th with my band Apathetics. Goat Sifter, Filth Lords, and Don't Trust Anybody. We're all playing together to celebrate my dear friend Shawnee Clark's 30th birthday. And that's going to be at Ace's High Saloon. It's going to be $10 and will be starting at 8 p.m. And more on that a little later. Anyway, a couple more to mention here. On the 25th, Death Before Dishonor making their return to Salt Lake City. They haven't been here since 2014, and that was when they were playing at the Shred Shed with Ringworm. Nice. And goddamn, why did I not know about it? Why <laughs> did I not know about that? I would have loved to have been there. I've seen Ringworm once. I've never seen Death Before Dishonor, but I would love to see Ringworm again, but... Uh, spilt milk. Anyway, <laughs> they'll be playing with Twist of Kane Out of Pocket, Hold My Own, and Mask. That's going to be at the... Fellowship Sober Hall or the Sober Fellowship Hall or something. I don't know. It's a weird name. <laughs> Fucking straight edgers. You guys are getting weird. <laughs> uh, that's going to be $25 advance, but $30 day of. It starts at 8 p.m. You don't want to miss this one, folks. Death Before Dishonor, one of Boston's finest. Oh, yeah. All right. And, the, and I'm going to go a little over, but... February 28th, Military Gun is coming to Salt Lake with Pool Kids, Spiritual Cramp, and Roman Candle. That's going to be $32 over at Kilby Court, and it's going to be starting at 6 p.m. Cool. Yep. And that's all I got for live shows coming up. I'm sure I've missed uh, plenty. So I'm going to consult my flyers file in, the, uh, in my phone. Oh, yeah. For example... Infernium, PCP, Inversion, I Alone, and Anthos will also be playing on February 17th. That's going to be up at Black Lung Society. It's a $10 donation, which is required. It's a don. It's a benefit show for your mom's house. Cool. Yep. That starts at uh, 7 p.m. And let me see. Is there anything else in February? I don't think so. Everything else is coming up in uh March, and April. So I think we're in the... Nope. I lied. Okay. On the 15th, which is today? Today's, yeah. The 14th? 14th. For you guys, it's today. (laughs) (laughs) 15th. Violence is always the answer. That's the the tagline for this show. It's with the Kill Order, uh, Realms of Death, Agony, and Snuff Tape. That's going to be a black lung. It's going to start at 6.00. And it's going to be $15 to tour. And, yeah, I think officially that's all I got. No, I do not. On <laughs> the 16th, <laughs> I'm sorry, people. Mummy and Masking and Hallbrook, Hallbrook Drive are all going to be opening up for the band Heart Museum, who are from New Mexico. And that's going to be at the Beehive. And Doors are going to be at 630. They don't have a price on this one, so just assume maybe 10 or $15, either or. I think it'll work either way. Awesome. Okay.
1: I got a handful. I'll go through them quick. First, <laughs> Agonizers are making their way out west. The Antagonizers, ATL that is, sorry. Uh, they'll be playing tomorrow, the 15th of February, uh, in San Diego at Tower Bar with Strong Arm and the Bullies, 21-Gun Salute, and Kings Court... Uh, Strong Arm and the Bullies going to be releasing their new album on Rebellion Records. They'll be playing shows together on the 16th, 17th, and 18th. Uh, same lineup uh, with the addition of Bomber minus Kings Court. When you get to Long Beach, it'll be in uh, that'll be on the 16th, and then those bands move to uh where's this one at characters so that's in pomona and that will be on the 17th and you'll get rompa kabre Cab- Cabasis. i think that's right it's in a font that i think i got it right so it'll be them instead of bomber and then finally those bands again the three antagonizers atl strong arm and the bullies and 21 gun salute Moving further north to San Francisco at the Knockout, playing with Fringe Benefits and special guests as well. So California, you got some cool shows coming your way. You can go to gonzopresents.com and uh, get your tickets there. Next, in Tempe, Arizona at the Yucca Tap Room on the 16th, Blue Collar Criminals will be doing a CD release for their new album that's coming out Uh I can't tell what the font is, and it's too small. Anyway, their new album, I'm looking forward to it, but I think they're releasing it on CD first. Hopefully they put it on digital. I'd like to check it out as well, but they'll be playing with Tenply and Keeper at that show. That's 16th. It opens at 8, Yucca Tap Room. I've been in Arizona a handful of times and definitely have seen that. I want to go check out a show there. I see a lot of cool bands going to that venue. Then on the 16th in Manchester, New Hampshire, our pals in Bricks and Mortar will be playing with Wargraves, Silver Screams, and TFR 8:30. It's at the Shaskeen. So go check that one out. Uh, love Bricks and Mortar. That again is on the 16th. Next is Rally Cry, a band I was just talking about, because we played them earlier. On the 23rd, they'll be playing a show with. Hereditary, I think, is what that is. Again, the font, man. Come on, people. Font, Don't make a font so hard to read. (laughs) Abstain. No. And and bare minimum. (laughs) Uh, It's $10 with membership or $2 additional. No drugs, no alcohol, no fights. Got that? Uh, Good. (laughs) That'll be in... uh, Nope, that's San Diego. The band Hereditary is coming up from San Diego, it looks like. So... Uh, Go check them out, and it's Rally Cry Oi! if you want to uh, check out that band. We'll be talking more about that later. Uh, Hans Gruber and the Diehards, they were here last night, tonight. They're in Boise, but then coming up, they're working their way down the West Coast. They'll be in Portland on the 15th, Tacoma on the 16th, Vancouver, B.C. on the 17th, Eugene, Oregon on the 18th, Sacramento, 20th, Oakland, 21st, San Diego, 22nd, Long Beach, Riverside, Los Angeles, and still working out some shows without the Coffin Cats on the 26th and 27th, but all those shows with locations that I just mentioned. Hans Gruber and the Diehards and the Coffin Cats are all playing together. Dropkick Murphy's show is also coming out, or not show, their tour, uh, I believe. When did that start? It started yesterday, the 13th in San Jose. Tonight, they're in Ontario and They'll be working their way across the, the U.S. Just go check out Dropkick Murphys. I'm not going to read their whole thing, but uh, March 14th through 17th, all their shows will be in Boston, so go check those out. Pennywise and The Scratch from Dublin are also playing most of those shows with them, so go check out Dropkick Murphys on Instagram if you want to see the flyer. On the 17th, Impact Driver, fuck's sake, Speed Was a Factor, and Amuck are all going to be playing at the Night Drop which is in uh, Syracuse, $10, 9 o'clock is when the show starts. Go check them out. Uh, I like Impact Driver. That is this Saturday. Syracuse, New York, in case that wasn't clear. Uh, Dicey's Saturday's free entry, 9 p.m. till late. You're going to see Shawnee's Angels Remember that, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> we played them a few weeks ago. Not me. Not the apathetics. Not yeah. that band. <laughs> nope, different. Uh, Shawnee's Angels, Avalanche, and Creeping Jenny will be playing on February twenty-fourth. Uh, that is got to be somewhere in, in Australia. It doesn't really specify. Yours and Owls, Dicey's, Riley's Hotel. So people in that area probably know. Go check them out. Uh, Go follow Shawnee's Angels on Instagram if you want more details. Two shows left to mention. One fall, our pals from Salem, Massachusetts, uh, on February 16th. They'll be in New York at Trans Pecos. It's in Queens. They'll be playing with something bitter, Structure Sounds, and our other pals that are from New York, Half Dizzy. So go check them out there again that show is going to be friday the 16th that's this friday and finally our pals and the usurpers are making their way down to las vegas that'll be on saturday the 24th playing with those poor bastards society's infection more bands to be announced uh, go to the Usurpers and get more details that's on instagram and that'll be at dive bar in las vegas that's all i got eric Unless you figured out something else to add, uh, it's time for your album. No, it's uh,
0: <laughs> nothing much else to add, um, but it actually does uh, require me to start talking about the album. Okay. So, so yeah, <clears throat> let's uh, let's get into it. We're going to talk about Against Me. Again. We're putting the again in against. <laughs> yeah, these... Uh, these punk rock, these 21st century punk rock saviors from Gainesville, Florida, technically Naples, but that's, that's where Laura Jane Grace was born, but I digress. They formed in 1997, and we talked about them. ...on this show multiple times. Not just me and you, but also Chris. <laughs> yep. He talked about him way back in January 2019 on episode 83. talking about the album New Wave. Nice. And you talked about him back in December of 2020... ...about the album Searching for Former Clarity. Okay. Me, I talked about him three separate times. Once in May of 2020 on episode 155... ...about their album Reinventing Axl Rose. Then again in April 2021 on 209 talking about the Eternal Cowboy album. And then the last time I talked about him was August of 2021, talking about the song White People for Peace off the album New Wave. And why am I coming back to talk about Against Me, you ask? Well, not only do I think uh, New Wave needs to uh, be talked about, because I love that album. It's a good one album. one of my three favorite against, it, against Me albums. Reinventing Axl Rose is one. Eternal Cowboy is two. But New Wave is... Uh, rounding out that trilogy for me and this may or may not have anything to do with the show that I'll be playing on Saturday (laughs) she knows we're gonna be playing an against me cover song but she does not know which one and I'm just going to leave it at that so now let's actually talk about the band yeah against me came roaring out onto the scene with their first two EPs and their first album reinventing Axl Rose courtesy of uh They came roaring out on the scene with their first two EPs and their first album, "Reinventing Axl Rose, courtesy of No Idea Records, at the turn of the century, armed with acoustic guitars and aggression in their voices, touting punk rock voyeurism. They signed with Fat Records in 2003, releasing their seminal album, As the Eternal Cowboy, and the not-quite-as-ripe-but-still-acceptable follow-up, Searching for Former Clarity. And they got a lot of airplay and went on a lot of world tours, lined up with plenty of drinking, smoking, and snorting, you name it. (laughs) In that time, they also released their Americans Abroad live album. It was their first live album. And doing my research on that, the release of that was actually pretty interesting. Because when they were thinking of uh, leaving fat records for a major label, that would be a breach of contract. Though it wasn't in writing, it was a handshake deal and money was laid down that they were to release three records on Fat Records. And they did that with Eternal Cowboy and former Clarity. But when they were trying to uh, move to a major label, they were like, "Uh, well, uh, I guess we'll compromise. You just release a live album. And they did, (laughs) It it was for their first show that they played in London. And it's funny because the title was actually repurposed for a song that came out on their new wave album. Soon enough, their popularity grew to such a degree that they caught the attention from major labels, whom, after the atomic popularity of bands like Green Day and The Offspring, were scouting for similar bands to milk them for all they were worth. <laughs> right, <laughs> and they were picked up by Sire Records in 2006. Sire is a subsidiary of Warner Records. Okay. They hired on, and they hired on producer Butch Vig, who you may know. As the producer who was THE producer who shaped alternative rock throughout the 90s and into the 2000s with credits such as Smashing Pumpkins, Siamese Dream, AFI Sing the Sorrow, L7's Bricks Are Heavy, and Sonic Youth's Dirty and scores of others but the one that everybody knows him for is nirvana's nevermind <laughs> so you have the guy who produced nirvana's nevermind in the producer's chair for your new album i think you're in good hands right and good hands he did he managed to harness uh against me sound and sear it away from the chunky diy aesthetic they used to achieve with the uh, in their time at fat rec and no idea and into the realm of mainstream rock music The result was, uh, you know, came from tightening up their performances and writing processes to keep the setting focused for creating songs that would be earworms, despite the lyrics being fueled by such vigor to where the masses couldn't relate. And he even pushed Grace, uh, Laura Jane Grace, (laughs) to write beyond her style of writing breakup ballads with such such thick lyrics that even the message gets lost in this word vomit. (laughs) So, New Wave was released when uh, uh, George W.'s infamous second term as president was coming to a close, but the repercussions left left in his wake were being felt in full force. We were in the thick of the war on terrorism, and... Patriotism and the lack of the stark political divide were having Americans at each other's throats and the looming threat of punishment from the FBI on the grounds of conspiracy were were you to speak out against the government's actions. even If you even mention bin Laden's name, you're put on a watch list. <laughs> Thanks, Patriot Act. Right. Anyway, the New Wave is not typically a politically acidic record as its uh, confidence, like... Bad religions, empire strikes first, uh, anti flags, terror states, uh, street dogs, fading American dream. No effects is war on Errorism, but it was not without its inclusions. As such, one is the aforementioned Americans abroad, and the other is today's pick: white people for peace. And I talked about this song before, but I'm going to talk about it now. <laughs> that song is driven with this blues melody, stringing together the power chords in the background and the chanting of songs in the chorus. It is about the protests against conflict, even by those who are acting upon orders to partake in it and are all falling on deaf ears but on the ones that are calling the shots. So, yeah, white people for peace. I mean, it shouldn't just be white people. But <laughs> in, the, in the time of when this uh, album was recorded, yeah, it was white people saying, uh, bring the troops back home, leave the fucking... Leave the Iraqis alone, for Christ's sakes! Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot to fucking go on, but I'm gonna take a breather and I'm gonna let Against Me sing about this. <laughs> behind that one absolutely Sam, i remember when i first heard it i fucking fell in love with it so yeah so much so that i had to uh play it twice (laughs) but at least there's enough space in between you know and even this whole album like i said chris also talked about this record and one of the songs that he chose is also of my choosing so (laughs) so yeah but maybe he has a different take on it than i do but we'll get to that in just a second uh like i said the song is uh You know, one of the few politically robust songs that they have in this uh, record, but songs elsewhere on this album hit a lot of the sweet spots that Against Me fans were used to. Songs like Up The Cuts, Stop, and Piss and Vinegar call out the dual nature of uh, fickle audiences and their their label alike, while also being a statement toward their own dichotomy of compromising their values by being a punk band on a major label. And also, "Stop" is probably the catchiest damn song they ever wrote. Stop. Take some time to think. Figure out what's important. until you gotta make a serious decision. And it just repeats like that. I'm like, yeah, okay. These guys are, these guys are radio rockers now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but then you have songs like "Animal," which has such a swanky sound that makes you feel as if you entered the back room of a club in the red light district. What else could the song be about, really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, born on the FM waves of the heart is is uh, Grace and the guest vocalist Tegan Quinn, uh, gracing the music with lyrics, reading off as a couple, expressing their shortcomings to each other. And the ocean, interesting, interestingly enough, gives insight to lower... Uh, I almost said Lois, (laughs) Laura's inner turmoil with her sexual identity. And this was long before she came out as transgender. But the song that takes the cut for me is Thrash Unreal. Yeah, this has got to be against me saddest song they've ever (laughs) written. And they've got a few. It's a lyrical anecdote of how... So much careless partying and this girl's youth led to her living a life as an addict with no one in her life to reach out to. And interesting thing about this song, Butch Vig was actually pushing the band for a single for this record. And this is what they were giving to him. And he was like uh, saying that there are not a lot of people that will be relating to lyrics. No mother ever dreams that her daughter's going to grow up to be a junkie. (laughs) Uh, but if you're not going to budge on those lyrics, if you're not going to change them, then at least make it sound catchy. So, enter the uh, backing, the inclusion of the backing vocals of bump Bum, Ba, da, 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 and it became one of Against Me's biggest and most revered songs. So, I got nothing but good things to say about Thrash Unreal. I listened to that album, I listened to that song uh, probably the most, even more than uh, white people. Don't listen to white people. Listen to, <laughs> <laughs> to Thrash and Reel the most. That's my big takeaway from this one. So here we are, guys. Let's sing it. Let's sing along with it.
3: If she wants to dance and drink all night.
0: Every time it always hits. Yeah, you, know, you just feel uh, you just feel how genuine it really is because this was uh, you yeah know, this was the surrounding of Laura Jane Grace's early life. She was partying a lot. She was couch couch surfing, having multiple partners, taking various drugs, various drinks, and was it worth it? <laughs> For some people, they just don't get out of it. Right, and it sucks. And it's sort of a bittersweet ending that fucking closing line. If she could go back, she wouldn't change anything for the world. Right. It's like, well, yeah, it's just, uh, you can look at it as a positive aspect that, yeah, she's coming to grips with all the mistakes that she made and she's trying to recover from it. Or maybe she's just still stuck in that lifestyle and wants to keep living it. Or she's, you know, chasing that purple dragon, as it were. Right. Okay. But anyway, this album, New Wave, I feel is the last Against Me album that is solid through and through. Uh, White Crosses had a couple of good songs. I mean, the the fucking uh, single that everybody remembers, the Teenage Anarchist. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, but it had a lot of filler <clears throat> and not very memorable filler. <laughs> <laughs> And transgender dysphoria blues could have been an amazing return to form had the production been better. God damn it! It's uh, it, they sound so much better live, but this record just sounds so flat. There's just too much, uh, too much headspace. Just too much <laughs> headspace. You know, I feel like it could have uh, hit a lot harder. And then shapeshift with me. I couldn't tell you the name of a damn song off that one. So. And they've been on hiatus for the last four years. However, there have been talks going through the rumor mill of them coming back. So let's hope that they come back screaming. Right. Yeah. Please do. I'd love to see you guys live again, you fucking kick ass. (laughs) So there you go. That was a lengthy fucking, uh, (laughs) a lengthy fucking spill of my love for this album. And I'll probably shut up about against me for the next four years. until they come back one brief thing and i probably mentioned this before
1: with against me i very first heard them back in the early 2000s right after i got satellite radio back when they actually had a punk channel and it's when you had you got the little display right it wasn't like built into your stereo i had to get it with like the suction cup in the mirror Uh, or in the window i mean and uh on there and in the font on that little display against me would come across but a thing I've always hated about radio DJs is they almost never say anything and in this instance it's, just, it's on the display so you know but with that font I couldn't see that it was an exclamation point after the E so for a while uh, after I heard him I thought the band's name was Against Mel and I thought I wonder who Mel is <laughs> <laughs> Damn it
0: <laughs> Against Mel? Yeah. <laughs> what you got Against Mel Brooks? <laughs> I want to know Uh, uh What's funny is when I first heard of Against Me, it was in the Warp Tour compilation CDs that you would get, and I saw the song Thrash Unreal, and I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, this one's got to be heavy because Thrash, I associate it with Thrash Metal. But <laughs> right? I play that song, I was like, the fuck? This is weird. <laughs> I mean, it's good, I guess, but not the punk rock I was used to listening to. I wanted it fast. I wanted it hard. I wanted it heavy and shit like that. So I put that in the back burner for a while. And then I finally uh, went to check out their first album, Reinventing Axl Rose, thinking that it was going to sound like the uh, electrified version of Against Me that I had gotten used to. And then I'm just like, this is playing like a fucking folk record. What's with all these acoustic guitars? (laughs) And I remember looking at the song, Those Anarcho Punks Are Mysterious, and I associated anarcho punks with like the subhumans and Os Rotten. I'm like, okay, maybe that's where it's going to start sounding like a punk song. No, it doesn't (laughs) sound like that at all. It sounds like everything else. So so I had to like rethink my, uh, what punk rock music sounded in my brain. And then I listened to it as it was. I'm like, okay, this is actually a fucking amazing record. (laughs) And it still stands as my favorite against me record. Um, but yeah, like I said, as the eternal cowboy comes in second and new wave comes in third, everything else is just kind of, uh, Falls in the category of meh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna get to my album. They'll we'll wrap up the show. My
1: album it comes from the band Squelette. They are from Paris. Uh, Squelette translates from French into English as skeleton. In case you're curious, uh, their album Fin de Partie, which translates to Game Over. It came out May 12th of 2023, and again, as I've stated on the last few episodes, a lot of the albums I wanted to get to were albums that I enjoyed of 2023, but didn't get around to playing much of anything from those albums on SLC Punkcast. Some of them I played a track or two over on Puckinoy Worldwide. Well, I hadn't here, so this is, I think I had it ranked as my 15, number 15 album for 2023. Uh, I thought it was really cool. came out on a Primatour Crew, which is a great label, and they have a Bandcamp page in PrimatourCrew.com. So if you like this sound, you should check that out because you'll like a lot more of the stuff that you will come across. We'll get to a track off of Fin de Partie. It's Trop Tard, which translates to Too Late. So here goes with some squelette. Squillette, if you look at the album artwork, it's kind of a post apocalyptic zombie land or uh, Walking Dead, but with their mascot guy, the, the skeleton there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got like a little dead guy crawling up out of the dirt and some horned thing in the background there, silhouette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very thematic. Yeah. <laughs> Game over. Game over. <laughs> and that track was Too Late. We are going to do one more here. This one is Dans uh, l'instant, which that translates to in the moment. Dans l'instant. Dans l'instant. Uh, good stuff. I like this band a lot. Again, one of my favorite albums of 2023. Let's get to another track from Squelette.
0: Storm. Right, it's fucking. Uh, it's good. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like. Uh, I mean, that first one. It uh, like it's. It's obviously skinhead music, but the guitars, the tone reminded me of what I hear in. Uh, uh, in one of Discharge's songs, I think it, it was in the, Christ in the Free Speech for the Dumb song. Okay, it had that same tone, that same overlay. It's like. And it made me think that this was a D-beat song. But I'm like, no, this isn't D-beat. It's not doing the, it's not doing the same rhythm. But the guitar sounds like Discharge. So it's a weird comparison, I know. <laughs> but they, uh, But I don't know. The D-beats and the skinheads kind, of kind of went hand in hand as far as, uh, uh, not necessarily aesthetic, but as far as uh, politics were concerned. Okay. And it's just uh, they had more spiky jackets, and those guys <laughs> had the uh, boots and suspenders. Right. <laughs> so,
1: Well, cool stuff, Squillette. Like I said, one of my favorite albums of 2023. I'll have a few more of those, at least, in the upcoming episodes. We're going to wrap up the show now,
0: though, with a few tracks that aren't so punk. Eric, what do you got? Well, I have one that is uh, not exactly punk, but is more hip-hop. But then again, it's also kind of metal. And it's not by a punk or metal artist at all. It is by a rapper. (laughs) So... But let me uh, let me just uh, clear everything up. This is a song that was uh, performed by Denzel Curry, who was an MC, was uh, from Miami Gardens, Florida, was born in 1995. Started working on his first mixtape when he was 15, and with the help of uh, some prominent underground rappers, including uh, most notably Space Ghost Perp. It's all one word. Okay. Uh, he plugged it on his social media and. Uh, which earned him the indictment into this local hip-hop collective, Radar Clan, under which he released his next three mixtapes. Then the clan disbanded in 2013. I wish I could say that for the clan we're all thinking of, but <laughs> <laughs> that prompted uh Denzel to go out on his own and he released his first full-length record, Nostalgic 64 or as the fans nicknamed it, N64. (laughs) And he collabed with many other underground MCs, and he kept the hype going, releasing album after album, and he's still going to this day with a new album designed by Angels, hoping to drop later this year. Now, we're not gonna do a deep dive into his illustrious career, but rather highlight a certain single he released in 2019. It was a cover of Rage Against the Machine's Bulls on Parade. And this came out as a performance he did on the Australian radio station Triple J, in their uh, in their program entitled "Like a Version," <laughs> get it, <laughs> where they have artists uh, go on the air to perform live one of their originals and a cover song of their choice. And Denzel chose "Bulls on Parade" because he not only loved Rage but wanted to show his versatility but also given the subject matter regarding the song how so much money is being fed into the military industrial complex for arms and not basic needs is still very unfortunately relatable to the setting in 2019 and today as well and the song itself sounds amazing not only are denzel's vocals on point and fit in with the heavy nature of the song he's a he's an mc so he does uh, He's able to keep a flow much in the same style that Zach de la Roca does, but he mixes it up with like more sultry kind of r and b style vocals, and his his rapping is a little bit more subdued. The lyrics are edgy and can be heavy and aggressive when they want to, but he himself is not like shouting it as if he were uh as if he were like in a crunk band or anything like that so It doesn't sound like onyx more or less sounds more like a uh, Nas or Joey Badass or Outkast, stuff like that. He's And those are all like influences to him as well. <laughs> but the instruments also sound amazing as well with the uh, with the addition of another guitar to make it sound more full and little inclusions of leads sprinkle throughout adds so much. Uh, they even rework the ending to fit the adjustments made earlier in the song. Basically... In place of the iconic Pick Scratch solo, Denzel spits bars from, his, uh, from the last verse of his song, Sirens, which came out from his album, uh, Taboo. And he went and recorded that as, uh, <clears throat> he went on record that these specific lyrics fit, fit the rhetoric of the song best and was his way of making the song his own. And Denzel's solo work is very socially, politically upfront, much in the way that Rage presented themselves. So that's why he chose this song. Right. <laughs> and in practice, fuck, it sounds amazing. I listened to it like three times today just to prep up, but also for pleasure. So here's Bulls on Parade as written by, as written by Denzel Curry and Company. <laughs>
3: Chosen one. I'm 100, pray for me, pray for 100, guilty me. He ain't done it, come me down. Over nothing, president. End up on this president. It's a puppet, gotta hate it, gotta love it. Crash the browser, rise Rising up up it, rise up rise it, buzz up up it, fizzle butt. Ribbon fucking Donald Trump, Donald Trump What the fuck? It's a difference, now we suck. In the rut, this ain't what? I envision what is what, what is good. But you don't have it, so what you're not a saint, not a sin. Tell me what's my real religion, genocide, genocide. They say it's a new beginning, I was Full of They around the family. With a pocket full of shell. They it around the family. With a pocket full of shit, They it around the family. With a pocket full of shell. The
0: God damn, did he do it right. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've listened to Denzel Curry quite extensively, and uh, none of his songs uh, on his solo work sound like that. And also, not many bands or artists have attempted to cover Rage, but given the nature of Denzel's views and his opinions and how aggressively he displays them in his music, this cover seemed like it was meant to happen. And... He set the bar. He set the bar pretty damn high, <laughs> in my opinion. So, uh, for all you Rage fans, for all you uh, Denzel Curry fans, I, I don't know how many listeners we have who uh, go out of their way to listen to uh, contemporary hip hop. But if you don't, definitely check him out. Hopefully, this will uh, persuade you a little more because <laughs> I think it's a badass song. Uh, okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I got to say about uh, Denzel Curry and his. Uh, and his cover of uh, one of the best songs from one of my favorite bands. And Dustin, what have you got to see us out with? We're going to wrap up the
1: show with the band Defiant. They are on Curtain Call Records. Played them before. Always appreciate Curtain Call Records sharing their stuff. Try to get uh, a bunch of it on. They share like some hard rock type, type stuff. And uh, the band Defiant, they released a new single called Don't Want to See Your Face. They did so on January 19th. That's when Curtain Call sent the email, so thank you again to Curtain Call Records. The band Defiant, they are from Harrisburg in Pennsylvania. There is a video for this. I was watching the video earlier today, so you can go check out the video if you would like as well. We're wrapping up the show now with some Defiant who doesn't want to see your face. Two, three, out)
0: Defiant. That was rocking, man. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, I dig Defiant. Always happy to see when they put out new stuff. And always find out when they put out new stuff. Thanks, Curtain Call Records. Thank you, Curtain Call
0: Records. Thank you, Kurt, And thank you, Call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's go wrap it up. That was Defiant. Don't want to see your face. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music Player, Fam, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, and slcpunkcast.com. Thank you to everybody who's listened all the way up to this point. You can also find the bands on Instagram at Snuffed Chicago, at Rally Cry Oi, at Radio Cremen underscore Punk, at Against Me at Squalette.Paris, at Defiant
0: 1705, and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where are you found? I am found on Instagram at Scary underscore Eric underscore SLC. My bands, Anonymous and Apathetics, are also found on Instagram at Anonymous underscore band and at theapathetics.slc. And we're also on Facebook at Anonymous SLC and at theapathetics. And we have Bandcamp. We are found on Anonymous SLC and at theapathetics.bandcamp.com. My other podcast, Lead Melodies, has an Instagram at Lead Melodies underscore podcast on <clears throat> on Instagram, like I said, and uh, on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc and stream the episodes on anchor.fm and check out the SLC Hardcore page that I run on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. I got to post some flyers soon. Awesome. Well, you can find all the bands
1: over on Facebook as well at Snuffed Chicago, at RallyCry, at enoughalt Nine Four Zero Two at Radio Cremant Punk, at Against Me, at Squillette, at Ultimate Denzel Curry, at Defiant17055, and the show's at SLC Punkcast. Once again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. Eric, any final thoughts before we
0: wrap up the show? Well, seeing how today is uh, Couples Awareness Day or Singles (laughs) Awareness Day, the couples make it obscenely noticeable. Uh, I just want to... uh, I just want to repeat what my Facebook and Instagram posts said about the holiday. Happy Valentine's to all my lovers out there. I cannot recall your names. (laughs) Play the fucking outro.